Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, January 4th, wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's life and God's goodness and God's grace today. Brothers and sisters, we have a good gospel. We continue through some of the early ministry of Jesus. Yesterday, we were in Matthew. I read about uh, uh, what Jesus' actions were right after his baptism, because that tells us something about what his mission is. Repent, turn around, think differently, see things differently, for the kingdom of God is here right in our midst. And it doesn't matter where one comes from. It doesn't matter who it is. uh, They are welcome, and we can see God in the midst of them. Uh, If only we have eyes but to see, huh? Today we're going to jump then to Mark, a little bit longer gospel as well, but a really good story and one you know well. So let's dive into it. It's got so much there, but I'm really only going to focus on one thing. And really, I'm going to use the first reading to help, I mean, just bear it out. And then we have a saint to talk about briefly today, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. So let's break open God's Word today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, for they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. By now it was already late, and his disciples approached him and said, This is a deserted place, and it is already very late. Dismiss them so that they can go to the surrounding farms and villages and buy themselves something to eat. He said to them in reply, Give them some food yourselves. But they said to him, Are we to buy two hundred days' wages worth of food and give it to them to eat? He asked them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they had found out, they said, Five loaves and two fish. So he gave orders to have them sit down in groups on the green grass, and people took their places in rows by hundreds and by fifties. Then, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he said the blessing, broke the loaves, and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied, and they picked up twelve wicker baskets full of fragments, and what was left of the fish. Those who ate of the loaves were five thousand men. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, brothers and sisters, this this story, of course, one you know very well. Why? Because it's in all four gospels. It's the only miracle that uh, is contained within all four of the Gospels, the uh, multiplication of the loaves and fish. Uh, and, um, and so it's just so beautiful. And, and brothers and sisters, if it reminded you of something, when Jesus took the gifts, taking the five loaves and the two fish, looking up to heaven, he said the blessing, broke the loaves, and gave them to his disciples to give to the people. What does that sound like to you, my friends? I know what it sounds like to me. That sounds like Eucharist. 
because that's the actions are exactly what is taking place at Mass, that the gifts are brought forward and taken. They are blessed, they are broken, and they are shared. And, and in this case, I mean, they're shared because people are hungry. They've been sitting there listening all day. And, you know, it's 200 days wages, 5,000 people, whatever it is. That's a whole lot of food. That's a whole lot of hunger. But brothers and sisters, we all hunger, right? We hunger for something deeper, right? Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. We learned yesterday what that word was, or, or last week, the word became flesh. That idea of Christ, that's, that's what fills us. That's what we hunger for. And, uh, and I think the key to this line, the one that I simply want us to chew on, no pun intended here, is listen to the apostles' credit. They saw the hunger in the crowd. They were able to, to, to go and, and take that concern to Christ and said, the people are hungry. Can we dismiss them so they can go off and fill that hunger elsewhere? And effectively, Jesus, I mean, knows, I, I, I guess I could take this in any number of ways, but effectively, Jesus knows their, their hunger is only filled in one place. There's only one thing that will satiate them. And so he looks at them and says, give them some food yourselves. Don't let them go and find it on their own. Who knows what they're going to mistake for food out there? Who knows what they're going to try to nourish themselves with? Who, who knows what, uh, what, what they may choose or, 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 or what habits they'll get into or, or whatever it is that they will seek out to, to fill that emptiness within them that can only be filled by the one who made it and the one who made it only to be filled by him. Was it that uh, Blaise Pascal said, there's a God-shaped hole within every one of us that can only be filled by God, right? That's what we're talking about here. And so he's inviting the disciples now to walk in his path Give them some food yourselves. Don't let them do it on their own. Don't just expect me to do everything. Here you go. You're my followers. Give them some food yourselves. So you know where I'm going to go, right? <laughs> this is us. We're the modern-day disciples. We're the modern-day apostles, which, you know, we can just say, you know, Good, good luck and God bless and hope that they find the right thing on their own. Or we could say, Jesus, you got to take care of these people because they're hurting. Both are real. I get it. But brothers and sisters, Jesus looks at us and says, give them some food yourselves. You're the ones walking here in my name, in my, in my path. You are, are following behind me. Give them some food yourselves. Which, of course, the only food that we can give that will nurture and fill is that Spirit of God through us. Through us. It can't be our actions. Through us. So your next question, of course, is going to be, well, Joe, how do we do that? I want to read to you the first reading. It's a short reading. First uh, John, verse 4. You know it already um, because it's so good. 
But here's how I think the answer is, is it's so simple. It's so simple. And I think John gives it to us, at least the community that wrote this letter. First John, verses 4, 7 to 10. Beloved, let us love one another because love is of God. Everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Whoever is without love does not know God, for God is love. I could keep going, but I'm just going to read verses 7 and 8. That's it. How do we nourish them, brothers and sisters? By loving them. And loving them doesn't just mean, uh, I mean, there's a whole reflection and, and more that could go on that. And, and I, it is way beyond me, way, way, way beyond me. I don't even want to pretend that I, that I encompass or, or have the, the fullness of knowledge on it. But I think love looks like Christ. I think it looks like dying so that another may live. I think it means seeing the need before us, like the apostles did, not relying on somebody else or their own, you know, ideas of, of how to fill that, but it's seeing the need and it's, it's being the face of filling that need. We become the face of God. And, and what does John tell us? Because God is love. Beloved, let us love one another because love is God. Love is of God. In us loving them, in us giving of our time, in us giving of our attention, in us giving of our, our uh, well, maybe money, uh, in us giving of our um, insight, in us giving of our vulnerability, in us giving of our talents, of our gifts, whatever it is, in us giving something to them, they feel seen, they feel noticed, they feel recognized, they feel grounded. And they know it when they see it because you and I know it when we see it. Jesus looks at us, brothers and sisters, for those who hunger all around us and says, give them some food yourselves. How do we do that? By A, noticing. B, well, in any, any, well, noticing, I guess, first, yes. But B, becoming that Eucharist for them. Blessed, broken, shared. That's why the Eucharist is, is the sacrament par excellence within our church. We, we, it feeds us, brothers and sisters. This parable, this, not parable, this, this story is, is, a, is a, an illusion, A, not I, an allusion to the, uh, to the Eucharist and why we need to feed it because if we are going to help satiate any other, if we are going to feed them ourselves, we need to feed on the Eucharist, on the body. Um, we need to open ourselves so God can and will work through us. He will. He will. If we notice, or not not if, he will. He will if we open ourselves. And then we just say, Lord, open my eyes. Help me to see. And then help me to have the courage, because it takes vulnerability, doesn't it? Because we could look foolish. Have the courage, have the um, wisdom, have the tenacity, the vulnerability to move out there and bless, and bless.
Let's talk about Elizabeth Ann Seton just really briefly. So Elizabeth Ann Seton is the first American-born saint. And here's all I'm going to say about her. This is a woman who was raised in the Episcopal Church, high society, uh, shortly after the Revolution. I mean, post-revolutionary times, New York. Uh, and so uh, chose to marry, gosh, I want to say 20-ish, uh, a, a man by the name of Seton, don't remember his first name, and uh, he had a successful business, but by the time she was 30, her husband had already died, she had had five children, so she was 30 years old, five small children, husband passed away, and, uh, and had converted to Catholicism, because when the husband was ill, they went over to Italy for some, uh, hopefully some miracle cures, and she watched Catholicism in action, and it got under her skin. Some people obviously fed her over there, right? So what did she do? She fed other people. And what did that look like? She came back, and out of necessity, out of necessity for her five small children, she started the first uh, Catholic school in the United States. And then, as if that wasn't enough, she started the first religious community, the Sisters of Charity, in the United States. And if that wasn't enough, she started the first Catholic orphanage in the United States. This woman died by the time she was 46. She converted when she was approximately 30, 31, lost friendships along the way. She had no special skills. She was not a prophet. She was not a mystic. She was not a stigmatic. She was not any, anything, you know, that, that you'd look at her and say, oh my goodness, she's, you know, just holy in sanctity itself. What she did was gave herself to the will of God and she gave her, her, her abilities she gave her energy, she gave that day, and ultimately her will. And she fed other people. Jesus said to her, feed them yourself, Elizabeth. And so she fed the orphans. Feed them yourself, Elizabeth. And so she fed the school kids because she saw them. Brothers and sisters, to live a holy life, we do not need to be on some plain and level spiritually uh, before we say yes. God will take us here today, right now, with what we are. We just have to be willing to say, okay, I'll feed. You just got to show me the sheep uh, because your heart was moved like seeing the sheep without a shepherd. Help me to feel that same thing. Let's pray, my friends. So we continue through the Sorrowful Mysteries today, and we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second Sorrowful Mystery, the scourging at the pillar. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. 
Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, pray for us. My friends, bless you. Thanks for uh, being present with me today, breaking open God's word. Have a wonderful Tuesday and God's peace.